think of training or schooling your horse, do you automatically get visions of being in the saddle and riding? A lot of people do. And this week on Daily Strides, I want to just open your mind and open your eyes to something else, a way that you can begin to not only strengthen your relationship with your horse, but also improve some of the training. And it will help you when you get in the saddle. And it's all going to be done from being on the ground. Yes, we're talking about groundwork this week. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where every single week we take a different topic to do with horse riding or how to be better at horse riding as is the case this week and we go deep into it. We look at why we do it, how we do it, what's the benefits of doing, what happens if we do it wrong, all the different odds and ends that go with that specific topic. This is the Monday lesson, this is the Daily Strides podcast, but there's actually another four lessons that follow up after this on that topic where we take you step by step. It's like having a riding instructor in your ear, in the arena with you, and we go step by step through it as so as you can best make it work for you and your horse when you are indeed in the saddle or on the ground as the case is this week. I'm going to let you know at the end of this how you can get your hands on all those different lessons, and not only all this week's lessons, but actually over 600 other lessons that we now have in there for um, our riders to listen to at their own time and when it suits them. But back to this week and as I said we are talking about groundwork. Now the thing is groundwork is exactly what it sounds like. It's working with your horse while being on the ground rather than being in the saddle. The thing is it's often seen as something that's only relevant when applied to younger horses or horses before they're backed. But this is actually untrue because groundwork can be beneficial at any point in your horse's life and your horse's training. So from a young, maybe unstarted and slightly nervous and anxious two-year-old, right up to an older 25 plus senior, uh, you can definitely find groundwork. You can work it into your routine, work it into your training program and start reaping the benefits from it. Now, those benefits are numerous, 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 numerous. Uh, First of all, well, it's a pleasure working with your horse on the ground. And not only that, you get to, I suppose, build trust and build on that relationship that you have in the saddle but this is from a whole different perspective and it it really does help to strengthen actually the relationship that you then have with your horse in the saddle but not only that it helps to I suppose establish a certain personal space okay which of course is all about respect between you and your horse and we all hear about the hierarchy that goes along with horses and I think definitely groundwork is great it's it's kind of fundamental in trying to I suppose get that across to your horse and not only that to make sure that those checks are still in place um, as you are working with your horse now working from your horse with the ground will also allow you to get to know what is normal for your horse um, both emotionally and also physically and then also I think which I think is fantastic you can begin to desensitize your horse because isn't that what we all want a horse that's not going to pull a scooby-doo every time something happens okay so um, yeah desensitizing the horse now when you're working with your horse on the ground you can actually begin to instill basic training principles and those can then be transferred across into the saddle later when you're actually up there and also from a health perspective um, not only does it help you can but obviously through touch and massage help to promote circulation and loosen or relax any stiff or tense muscles of that but not only that it allows your horse to get very very used to you touching him in areas where well maybe he just doesn't enjoy being touched okay but from the point of view that if you do need to at a later date actually go there 
and really kind of get in and have a look at that area your horse is going to be much more willing to allow you to do that because of the work you've done before that okay and kind of with your groundwork and with building that trust now one of the first reasons people very often turn to groundwork uh, before any of those other benefits before we before we even think about those is the fact that they can't ride for whatever reason and uh, maybe it's the weather maybe there's an injury oh maybe there's not enough time whatever the cases groundwork is fantastic because it means that your training does not have to grind to a halt but rather you can stay working with your horse maybe you won't actually move forward with your training but it'll definitely help you to maintain things while you're busy either recuperating or your horse is recuperating or the weather's just doing what the weather does So there's lots of different ways that you can work with your horse with groundwork. And this week specifically, we're going to be talking about touch. And I'm breaking this down into four different weeks of um, lessons and four different weeks on the podcast. The reason I'm kind of dealing with touch first is because I think touch is the one that really builds trust between you and your horse. And I think that before we actually go any deeper into it, it's important that your horse does indeed trust you. But the other reason I'm dealing with this first is because many of the principles that we're going to speak about later in the week can actually be used in conjunction with riding. So before your ride or after your ride to actually help you along and help you out um, and to maybe relax or loosen any stiffness or any tension that's going on in your horse. It can help you to to well work that out before you actually get into the arena to begin to do some work and talking about arenas um i think before we go any further it shouldn't have to be said but let's say it anyway make sure that wherever you're choosing to work with your horse is a safe area you want to be somewhere where your horse is not going to get a spook or a fright if somebody was to come barreling around the corner or whatever the case is think of it this way what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about how you can begin to really relax your horse and we don't want our horse getting to the point where he's fantastically relaxed and then he gets an awful fright when uh, something happens out of the blue so i uh, try and choose somewhere nice and safe i would also suggest that when you're working in such close quarters with your horse that you do indeed wear a helmet Um, you know safety first and all that very very important okay so it may sound a little strange but also the other thing that i would suggest you do before you begin working with your horse well, anytime, but uh, on the ground today, we often think that it doesn't matter because we're not riding. Oh, it does, okay? But uh, what I want you to do is I want you to kind of check your attitude a little bit. Um, and not only your attitude, your energy as to how you approach your horse, because that can play such a big part in how your, your horse, first of all, reacts to you, but also reacts to your touch, okay? I want you to try and just stay and remain nice and calm, nice and kind of stress-free, nice and relaxed, But I also want you to try and stay focused on the task, okay? So often when we're in the saddle, we know that it's so important. We have to focus on what we're doing. But very often when we're on the ground, it becomes a little bit mindless. And I want you to make this as mindful as you can. I want you to keep focused almost as though it was a riding lesson that you're concentrating, you're working towards a goal, which is whatever your goal decides to be for you and your horse. But it's really important that you do indeed um, be present and just be with your horse and make sure that you're enjoying the time with it. Now, obviously, there's different types of touches that you can use to work with your horse. And that will depend on your relationship with your horse, what you would use. Nervous or anxious horses obviously should be approached well, a little bit more sensitively than you would approach maybe a pro at this sort of thing, okay? So your aim is to build trust and 
I want you to all the time think about that if you're forcing it, if you're forcing your horse to stand still so you can touch them, um, that's not really building trust and that's not really going to be enjoyable for your horse. So I want you to try and make this as enjoyable as possible for your horse. And not only that, that if you kind of wander off the enjoyable plane, if you if you head off somewhere else and your horse decides, uh, not having so much of this, this is not so much fun anymore for me, then go back to where your horse actually is enjoying it and then rather slowly over a few weeks or months or however long it's going to take with your particular horse and um, build to working with areas or in areas or at areas that he is not so happy or he is not so I suppose confident with you touching as well okay so that's important and you can look for kind of signs <laughs> that your horse is either a big yay or a big nay um so if he's yawning perhaps he's dropped his head and neck nice and relaxed or he's licking and he's chewing they would be all signs of a happy horse um however the same applies if he's pinning his ears back <laughs> or if he's swishing his tail a lot perhaps he's beginning to lift his head or his tail a little bit higher um if there's just a general kind of a feel of tension and anxiety about him that would tell you that he is not so happy with what's going on and as I said at any point if he becomes uncomfortable go back to where you were go back to where you're happy and try and work on from there so as I mentioned there are many many different ways that you can use your hands to work with your horse and only to use them to work with your horse but to promote different feelings inside of your horse's body now the key is to find what your horse is comfortable with and then working on from there. So I would begin just stroking the neck, the shoulder, the back area where the saddle would sit and um, use kind of your palms, your fingers and rub the direction of the hair as it lies naturally. So you're always going, you're not going against the grain, basically. You're going with the hair all the time there. So how it lies naturally, just using it nice and softly, okay? Now, one of the easiest ways to promote a bond with your horse is to always have contact with your horse. So before you lift off one hand make sure your other hand has started another stroke and then allow that to complete and then make sure your first hand has started the stroke again before you lift the other hand off okay so all the time you have one hand on your horse if you're doing something specific that you're just using one hand you can place your other hand either on your horse's chest or on your horse's neck or on his shoulder area but try and always have a connection with your horse while you're doing this it helps first of all to build a little bit of a bond between the two of you but also it helps him not to get so startled because remember Remember, he's in that state of relaxation, or at least he should be if you're doing it correctly, okay? So once you've worked over the neck and shoulder back area, you can begin experimenting with using your hands in different ways. So you could maybe you move the skin itself in small little circles in a particular area. So what I would suggest to do there is simply lay your hand flat in your horse's coat and then applying a little bit more pressure almost at your fingertips and around the sides of your palm and the heel of your palm. You can then just kind of grip a little bit and then move the skin over the muscle or the flesh underneath. And it's a very small movement. It's it wouldn't probably a millimeter is all you're doing, but small little circular motion. Your whole hand moves together in a small circular motion. And while you're doing this with one hand, again just keeping your other hand there, touching your horse maybe by his chest area or whatever wherever is comfortable for you that he's doing that now another thing that you can do that I find is very beneficial before you ride is to begin working on the neck and the crest area and you can do that by gently squeezing it with your hands so just like it's really enjoyable for us people to have your hair almost 
tugged on, okay, for want of a better word. Um, if you can imagine just putting your hands into your hair there and uh, keeping it obviously very close to the root or close to your scalp and then just tugging your hair just for a few seconds and then releasing it. And it feels nice. What it does is it kind of, uh, we, we can hold a lot of tension in our skin and so can horses. And um, it just allows that to loosen up a little bit and it feels good. So it also feels good for your horse. So you can do that. You can work obviously from the withers up to the pole as high as he'll go as high as he's comfortable with or as far as he's comfortable with and then you can work it back down again now I want you to keep in mind that your horse might not initially enjoy you around his ears or his head and I would then suggest working just keeping first of all working at this consistently not all in the one day okay over a period of time um consistently maybe every time before you ride just kind of adding this in like a 10 minute little session in before you ride and uh, just allowing him to very gently and very slowly in his own time get used to you actually working up there around his head in a way that he is relaxed and comfortable with because very often horses will allow us to work there and be very happy about it okay we want him to be happy we want him to trust us and to know that you've got this that you he's safe and yeah you're not going to do anything bad to him so i'm going to end this by just saying that i really strongly advise you at some point this week or this coming weekend to spend a little bit of time with your horse and i want you to spend some time just kind of being with him on the ground and just see where that leads you with your horse now as i mentioned at the very beginning this is the first of five audio programs on this particular topic and this week we're actually going step by step um, with a little PDF workbook to go with it through how you can give your horse kind of a full body work um, so we're focusing on the legs and then we're also going to focus on a head the head in its own as well if you would like to join us and get all those audio programs that you can listen to and actually begin working with your horse we'd love to have you you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and well we'll see you on the inside i hope you have a really really good week spend some time with your horse quality time and keep focused on it don't see it as just being something that's uh, whatever i want you to really focus on it and see where it brings you have a super one be good bye